But hello. Hi, 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 hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, dude. Big moves, big moves. What are we doing here? This is a... Oh, oh God. I literally just... I'm doing this again. I just brain farted the episode right as I was about to say the number. I'm so (laughs) bad. Oh, my God. I was ready. I was ready. This is... I didn't even ask you the... I just asked you what we're doing. Dude, I know. Well, because because I was ready. I was ready for you to, like... I was ready to claim you the introduction. It. I'm so you got upset. It in your head, you were gonna be like, "I'm gonna get the number right." I legitimately, I'm not even. I, I'm not even kidding. I literally was getting ready to be. This is episode, and I just totally have lost it. Oh my god! All right. I'm well, first, let's ashamed. start by saying this is the Player Power Podcast. This is the Player Power Podcast. <laughs> episode is it right oh, hold on hold on i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get this by cheating um this is episode 12 no wait 11 11 episode 11 <laughs> oh episode my god 11, it's episode, 11 it's 11 see like i said it's 11 it's 11 episode 11 uh <laughs> first try <laughs> i'm so sorry first try was, every time first try every time guys you know it's my first 11th try which i shortened to my saying my first try the shorthand of yeah. that is first try so that's exactly. that's exactly what i do so this episode, it's going to be a new format for us. It's going to be something that we're probably going to do periodically, every so often, definitely in the future. Um, it's going to be kind of like a news roundup type of episode. We're just going to pick pick and choose a bunch of little, you know, maybe some new games that are coming out, maybe some relevant topics, uh, or just, you know, games we've been playing or just things that are on our radar, and just kind of chit-chat about it. And yeah, there just- definitely have been a few big things and some small things as well. Oh, most definitely. The the meme potential is astonishing right now, which is good. Yeah. Which is very good. For sure. But first, we must begin with our favorite segment, the homework game. Well, but first, before that. What? Ryan, what happened? Something happened. Oh, you're right. Something between, did happen. Yes, between yeah. last time we recorded yeah, and now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, big news update for me, too. I am now officially engaged, which is really cool. Um, I, ah! yeah. <laughs> I was looking for for my engaged one, but she's not in the room right now. Um, but yeah, I, I got engaged. <laughs> my, to my, my engaged one. Yeah. Um, I got engaged to my girlfriend, Jess. Uh, on our 10 year anniversary which is awesome so that was super cute yeah, and that these, happened these guys uh, have been together since we were in school we're since we were wee lads it's uh, it's the cutest thing my heart exploded when i heard apparently a lot did which is funny we caused havoc on facebook which is kind of cool it kind of felt broke good. the internet felt good yeah it felt good broke the t- yeah the the internet um but uh yeah uh so that yeah that's happening uh yeah like i said major moves for me um looking at buying a house as well so uh like yeah. all, all those like normal like adult i'm gonna get my adult certificate soon which is really cool um <laughs> i hear that's coming in the mail very shortly after, after i have mine happens. uh framed above so, my toilet yeah so i i believe it comes in a little a, a bigger sized life car with the little blue and pink people in it <laughs> um i'm pretty sure congratulations yeah. you're in it <laughs> exactly i'm in it so i'm pretty sure that's that's what's gonna happen but i'll let you guys know next episode 
but yeah. yes, thank you, thank you for thank you for reminding yeah. me and letting me share. Well, that's I, I just that. that's I, that really excited me, and I just I wish you guys the best, dude. Thank you so really much. Do. That's that's so congratulations, sweet and thoughtful of you to say. Thank you, thank you. That's really awesome, dude. That's so nice. Of All you. right, now let's talk about but yes, the homework game. The homework game. Um, so I think you homework, you go first now. I think I went first. Yeah, last I, get, time, so. I go first this time. Homework game for anyone who doesn't know, Ryan and I assigned each other games to play in between episodes, and then we report uh what we played uh ryan assigned me final fantasy tactics and i got the war of the lions version uh on my iphone um last we left off i had beaten chap i had started chapter four and we were just looking for delita i haven't played it a ton since then i played it enough to the point where we found delita it was only like three or four missions after that it was pretty cool though because it was the first time we've met up with Delita since I think like like chapter two maybe. Yeah, so it's it's been like a like a, a healthy chunk of time since you've seen yeah. him, and he's gotten it's, badass. It's been he's fucking it, you. So you get there right, and he's like he it's in a church, and he's by himself, and you go in by yourself, and he basically like threatens to kill you, like mm-hmm. right away. He's yeah. like, don't he's- don't like don't screw around. I'll kill you if I have to. But then you have like a, a pretty nice conversation and it's like you're you're pretty friendly and yeah, you like find a deep out heart to heart, yeah. He he's starting to like kind of reveal what's going on there because meanwhile like the church is going absolutely crazy trying to take advantage of the aura site and he's mm-hmm. like on the church's side but he's also kind of not like he's he's supposedly he's there because um Oh crap! I can't remember the name. Goltana. Yeah, Goltana and Orlando were just there. Yeah, but then something happened in the war where, like, there's a big something. There's a, there's a big hoopla being caused over in some other city, so they had to leave. Yeah. So so we missed them, and um, basically we find out that the church planted Delita as one of Goltana's members, and. Delita has the objective of assassinating both Duke Goltana and Count Orlando. Yes. And you're like, damn, this boy is making big moves. Exactly. Yeah. Like he, yeah, Delita is just, is like just on the, he's, yeah, like it's cool. He kind of becomes like the counterpart to like, to where Ramza is as like yeah. a person on the two sides. Yeah. It's like totally the polar opposite because like, He's basically on in the church's camp, right? But he's also more like a lone wolf. Yeah. Like he's kind of doing it to meet his own ideals and he wants to solve the issues that are happening in his own way. And above all, he wants to protect Princess Ovelia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we'll just like Ramsey, you know, Ramsey originally being with the um, the beloveds, but like kind of seeing what is going on kind of also is you know on his own and labeled the the heretic in the yep. in the beginning and stuff like that so it's it's cool that like they both and they're both powerful like players um yeah and it's crazy like you'll you'll see it more and more you know like how like how they both kind of tangle for the oversight like eventually both of them you know like there's got to be some sort of resolution to them you know what i mean like they're clearly yeah. on opposing yep. sides so it's cool watching that build up and they, they were best friends when they were when they were kids and it's, it is. It is really cool. Yeah, it's a then, super super cool. So that was a sick cutscene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when at that, you guys end it on relatively good terms, and then you guys leave the church. But as you're leaving the church, 
one of the members of the church sees Delita and he's like, ah, Delita, what are you doing with the heretic Ramza Bold? Yeah. And then Delita's like, well, I gotta kill you now. Yeah, so, and he just murks. Yep. yep. So, so you do he's... a mission with Delita on your team, basically just like murdering all these church people. Yeah, he's a he, he's a badass. Like he, yeah, he definitely uh no. See, that's the beauty. That's like the I don't know. That's the beauty. There's no internet anymore. There's no internet there. They can't. Who's gonna know? No one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> who's gonna know? You like, have to, you just have to like send a really quick raven. Yeah, a really quick raven, dude. So. Yeah, so basically we murder them, and then um, some girl shows up. We met a girl, a new girl that's, like, supposedly one of Goltana's people, but is also, like, close with Delita in some way, so we're going to have to see. Do you mean the one in the like, green cloak? I don't know. I have no clue. Okay, I don't no remember worries. what she was wearing. No worries. But, like, she pops up afterwards, mm-hmm. and she's, like, being skeptical, because she's kind of like, Delita, like, what are you doing here? Like, she's basically kind of, like, almost acts like she's babysitting Delita. Yeah. And like she like, makes some sort of comment towards Ramza, too. Yeah. But, like, she's Delita's like, like she's oh, like hey, mis- this is this is this girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um, like she's like a mysterious member of the church side that no one, you don't no, really know th- about, it seems. I thought she was one of Goltana's people. Oh, oh, got you, got you. I see what you're saying. Oh, I think, all right, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to say Either way, it it basically just ends like that, and then Delita and Rams are just kind of like, all right, um, see you later, bud. I'm sure we'll see each other again. And uh, that's that's where that's where I ended it. Very nice, nice dude. Yeah, you're um, you you're getting very. You actually are pretty close. I believe you don't have that many many main missions left because um, some like there's not a lot of like major town like cities and castles to visit so like soon it's getting to the point where you just have to kind of like go and visit a different castle which triggers like a major cutscene, which will trigger you know like something to happen yeah so like it'll like i'm pretty sure there should be a decent chunk of like some just cool story that's going to unravel which is always really like that's why that's what i like about this game is just the story is a really cool thing to like unlock um but I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you've gotten this far. It's really cool. Like you get this. Yeah. Like, the, the, I just now the now I just gotta hunker plot. down. I can tell I'm getting towards the end, so now I just yeah. gotta hunker down and keep going. Ex- exactly. And, um, I actually I did not take your advice last time when we were talking about the arithmetic thing. Yeah. I I still made my white mage the arithmetic. Okay. And I basically trained. It was a struggle training her. Yeah. But I oh, got yeah. her to the. I got her to the point where I have like two different factors and two different i have like i have prime numbers and multiples of five and then i have experience and height okay nice height is a really good one yeah i mean that covers a lot of my bases right there but basically what i did is i after i got those i just switched her back to being a time mage because the good thing is i had already trained her up in a bunch of crap like she also happens to already be like a level six black mage Oh, so nice. she already, oh, so she already okay. has like a bunch of oh, spells good. to good, use. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Now, you, so you're going to see how busted arithmetic can yeah. be. It's yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. And you like, actually in that in that that mission where we're supposed to kill the church people, it actually you're only supposed to kill the head church people, and that's what ends the mission. Yeah. I literally because I turned my black mage into a summoner and I turned her into an arithmetic, I didn't even have to get to him. I oh, nice. my black mage was in range to do a summon that like took out like half of his health and then my arithmetic took out like the other half 
that's so funny that's awesome that's a yeah that's that's a great just like two move checkmate just you're done all right so your turn now Yes, and so uh, for my homework game, Corey gave me the uh, platformer Hollow Knight, um, which I have on Steam on my computer. I've been using a PS4 controller to play um, and has been very fun. Uh, I do have a pretty big update for the game. Um, I I completed and I beat him. I beat the big bad DLC uh, Phantom Troop uh, uh, Nightmare King Grim boss yeah, oh my god he was hard right. wasn't the, he he was hard the the first thing i'm gonna say instantly is that the music was incredible that song oh, yeah. was so good and like so what's what stinks about this is that i was recording it for Corey, so i could show him my like groans and complaints about the fight and i'm really annoyed because on my recording of it um i my Streamlabs got messed up and it wasn't it was only taking my mic and not recording my game audio and i was like trying to be quiet and not like freak out and scream on the behalf of like my roommates so so like i wasn't like talking too much but there's no audio period with it like for the first like 15 attempts which stinks so i was still like piecing it together um i counted it it was it took me it was 34 tries is what it was um in total which I like, and I also, I, um, I'll have to look at the video. I need to still put it in the video, like little markers, but, um, I like got like, when I beat the first phase, I beat the first, the first like life bar. I beat in like, I think two tries. I think the second try, I got the first life bar. And then like, it took me like eight more tries to get the second life bar. And then after the second one, I just kept losing until like almost the very end where i like started doing better and then one game i just it, literally the next day i stopped that day and then the next day right before yeah. work i was like all right i'm just gonna start i'm like i'm just gonna warm up and i'm gonna start fighting this dude and literally on the first turn on of the game that day i like all like beat the first bar didn't take a single hit beat the second bar didn't take a single hit beat the third bar and i was like holy crap and i didn't take a single hit and then he started getting really fast which was very scary um and he ended up hitting me twice and he does two damage two goddamn masks a freaking hit it's very hard Mm -hmm. times are tough in that in that mode and (laughs) (laughs) so i only had two health for the back half of the fight and i got so lucky because he kept using one of the moves he has is these like giant spikes that shoot out of the ground and Mm -hmm. i discovered in my multiple grind trials of dying that that is the only only move that you can heal between because you can heal the second you see the spikes grow and then as long as he doesn't do this one quick dash attack after any other attack you can get one heal off and then jump and like get ready to fight so like i'd always gamble every time he did the spikes and he did it literally like twice or three times in a row and i got almost all my health back and i was so happy um and then i pretty much paused it at that point and then started to record for you because i was like wow this is going really well and i thought it was only a four hp bar boss so then all of a sudden i beat the fourth bar and i was like yes i gotta kill him and he doesn't die he gets faster and so now like the music's getting more intense and there's more fire and he's going like and he's just getting better but i've pretty much at that point on that attempt i got i could hit him on pretty much three out of his five moves and i ended up beating the fifth bar with like 
four HP left, and he's still not dead. The dude is still not <laughs> dead, and I'm trying. I'm like, I'm like, also getting so nervous because I'm doing it really, really well. And I'm not sure if anyone here has ever done something where you have to do like playing Guitar Hero. If you ever done Guitar Hero on Expert and trying to do 100% full clear around like the 75% mark, you think in your head, "Holy shit, I'm doing really good." And that thought, like, I always, I'm not sure if people do, it ruins you. And I was trying really hard not to think about it too hard where it would ruin me. And so then I, on this last HP bar, as I'm dancing around, this guy keeps doing the worst moves. He keeps doing the same move that I can't hit him on. And all I can do is dodge it. And I'm good at dodging it, but doing it a lot in a row is very scary because I'm not doing any damage. And so finally... After he hits me, I'm at two or I'm at three HP, and then literally he's doing this this one move where he's floating in the middle of the air and he shoots these fire columns at you, and it's the easiest one to do a lot of damage on because you can just kind of stay to one side and then run at him, and the columns will spawn behind you and he's not moving. And so I literally was jumping up and slashing him, and I got super impatient, and the last column went up, hit me, and I had one life, and I just started swinging for the winds at him with my invincibility, <laughs> and I killed him, and I was like. Let's go! And it was so nice. That's awesome. It was it was it was a satisfying, satisfying victory. Nightmare so I, King yeah, Grim. Nightmare down. King Grim down, and I'm super hype. Uh, Good job. It was very satisfying. Um, super happy that I beat it. And now, so now um, he disappeared. My Grim Child badge or charm, <laughs> I still say yeah. badge. Um, charm is now like fully like winged. Like he's kind of got like more wings and i'm assuming he probably just does more damage um so no offense i'll probably never use him again but i still did it um yeah, you gotta check to see what he does because i did the other way and it gives you a totally different charm in the end oh really oh yeah you were saying that yeah. oh yeah you're right i will have to say i i it looks like i didn't fight anybody so it looks like he probably just does more damage i haven't played since then because i really wanted to kind of yeah. get everything clipped and move together but then i realized that like I like gotta see like if I can salvage any of the beginning because I kind of want to show when I was annoyed, yeah. but you can't really hear that I'm annoyed or like it doesn't feel as good, so I have to get it all set up. Um, well, if we either way, if we can get that clipped into some sort of consumable fashion, maybe we'll try and get some of that up on Twitter for the yeah, for that'd the be, listeners yeah, to see. It'd be cool for everyone to see it. Um, I'd definitely be down. So I'll definitely have to see what I can uh, pull out of that. Um, so you gotta now you got you already beat the dreamers. Now you just gotta. I said, like I said before, if you want, you can like go and fight the final boss just to see what the regular ending is because Mm -hmm. the stuff, the extra stuff that I want you to do is what basically unlocks the true ending. Gotcha. So, oh yeah. Well, cause so can I just like, would I have to like reload my game or no, it's a, you like, you can just like continue it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, maybe I'll just do an extra save just in yeah, case. Yeah, just yeah, in case. Just to be safe. But yeah, so overall, definitely, definitely. You do, know I what? Like- you definitely can because when I did it, like, there's a, there's a, it's hard to explain. There's a thing that you have to do to kind of activate the true ending. And I didn't do it the first time, even though I had everything I needed to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. And then I found out afterwards that there's a true ending. So I basically just went back in and. Okay, gotcha. The, okay, so again. so then yeah, I definitely could because yeah, pretty much right now I feel like I only have like a tiny chunk of steak left on this meal, and I've just been cutting off like little bits and just trying to keep it here yep. for as long as possible. So I'm definitely I want to yeah, I'm gonna gonna work on the dream essence next. Kill that giant yep. ass night dream, and I will see you guys next time on that. No, it's not a night. I've been telling you, it's not a battle. 
Oh, but that, but, that, that night that that king's mold or whatever that's yeah. like dead down there that doesn't activate a battle. I thought you, I thought I would. I really I thought I'd fight no, him. Nope, nope, no, nope. no, something entirely different. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, interesting, yes. interesting. Wow. It's a it's it's another wow. thing that uh it's gonna have you sweating. Oh, nice. Okay, well that that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely have to try that. But so yeah, so but yeah, great great homework game. Cool. All right. So let's so, get into the meat and potatoes, as it were. Yes, of uh, of today's segment and episode. Uh, like Corey was saying before, we're just kind of doing like a little news roundup of uh, just certain games that we have, uh, or like type or you know game news that we have some uh, combined curiosity with. Um, I think to start, we're going to talk about uh, the most iconic thing, essentially, to modern day gaming, which is like the console war of playstation yes. and xbox like even if even if you don't like have one you at least know about it like i feel like yeah. if you're a gamer any sort of gamer even if you just have nintendo stuff you at least know that there's a war always between xbox yeah. and playstation it's really like the console wars have really like it, it's not as intense as it was back in the no, day not in but yeah, like, definitely not back in the day but it's still a now, choice yeah for sure and nowadays it's even like Nintendo's totally doing their own thing. They have been for years. So it really comes down to, and especially in this, you know, in this um, console cycle, like, which one are you going to get? The Xbox Series X or the PS5? They're both coming out around the same time. They both also have digital only options. And they both have a slew of, you know, third party games that are coming to their lineup. And they also have their own handfuls of exclusives that are coming out as well. So we figured we would just take a look. This kind of more applies to you, Ryan, because I don't know. I'm probably not buying either just because I, I tend to, you know, they're expensive. And I, I, tend I to understand. To and, and you are and you are a Nintendo fanboy until the day yeah. you die. And I respect that. But yeah. I am a weeb and there is and there is just certain things that weebs must play. Um, and we'll get into all that uh, in a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Um, so let's let's just do a quick overview first of the two. So it's the Xbox Series X, which releases on November tenth of this year. Uh, it's four ninety nine ninety nine, so basically five hundred dollars flat, pretty much. And then it has a Series S, which is the digital only version, and that is two ninety nine ninety nine. So that's actually not that bad. Yeah. And then it- the, the PS five releases November twelfth. Same price, four ninety nine ninety nine, and it also has a digital only version, but that's a hundred dollars more expensive than the Xbox Series S, being three ninety nine ninety nine. Yes, that definitely. Uh, I know that's so. That's so far been the big difference, I believe, between that like people are like really vying between is. Yeah. I think most people are going to do the digital, um, mm-hmm. because just because of the cheapness of it which is really nice i'm very happy that they gave a cheaper option to the console so i think to both sides it's smart um yeah I, that's I, that was the same price as the switch so that's yeah, that's actually when that when really they revealed nice. when they revealed the price for the series s i there was actually a little flicker on my head that was like oh that's not that bad maybe i'll maybe i could uh pick it up but nah i don't wanna it's <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um so what I wanted to look up, I'm trying to do it right now. I don't know if the spec difference between the S and the X is different because that's what I thought I heard. Oh yeah, that the I S I think is a little say... bit 
is a little bit lower quality and the ps5 yeah. is the same across i think that's the difference for it i believe but i don't uh, know for sure i mean that would explain that you know the reason that the digital version for the ps5 is more expensive i'll, I'll go over i pulled up like a little list that has the confirmed launch titles mm-hmm. um so there's there's definitely some repeats because like i said there's there's some third-party games that are coming to both but for the PS5, some of the games you can look, these are some of the big launch titles that you'll be able to play basically right when the PS5 comes out. So there's uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Godfall, Astro's Playroom, Dirt 5, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Outriders, Observer System Redux, Destiny 2, uh, Jet the Far Shore, Bug Snacks, Deathloop, Madden, NFL 21, NBA 2K 21, Vampire the Masquerade, something blah blah blue, Rainbow Six Siege. And then for the Xbox Series S, you got, it says Halo Infinite, but that's not, that got delayed, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I'm that's going to sure be that, a launch title. I think that got delayed as well. Yeah. Um, it also, and this thing shows Rainbow Six Siege and Destiny 2 Beyond Light and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, yeah exactly so there's a lot of repeats it also literally shows it twice on the same list it shows <laughs> destiny yeah, 2 it. and rainbow six siege twice at the same list yeah. but um yeah so yeah those are those are just the launch titles so they're the same they're not exclusives um no but i had exclusives somewhere yeah i know you, you sent it to me in discord of what exclusives do you see yeah like yeah. like exclusive games coming after launch like pretty close to it like for ps5 is ratchet and clank is gonna be within the release window a new ratchet and clank uh god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west um gran turismo 7 and the returnal um yeah. and then for the xbox series x you know again at some point it will be halo infinite um well the one that i the, th- the only one that would convince me to buy an xbox is for the new fable like holy shit yeah they're that's pulling pretty, that's at my cool. heartstrings that was the just they only fable. showed like a teaser trailer right a little teaser but i'm yeah. in i'm invested like uh it looks good but um state of decay uh forza motorsport and everwild are a couple other exclusive games coming to launch for the xbox yeah. series x um and not gonna lie so like this is this is my 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 blue team bias already spreading through like i'm a big playstation fan and i'm definitely gonna get the ps5 but even to me the games i just enjoy the playstation 5 exclusives like i'm a huge actually love ratchet and clank big ratchet and clank and jack and daxter fan i really wish jack and daxter was back more than ratchet and clank but i'm not gonna get into that um but so that's also really cool god of war has always been like to me one of the og titans of video games like that's like that's honestly like like a default like this is a cool boys video game to play. I'm just like murking. That's, that, that's like a tried and true triple A video game. Exactly. It's and always it's, a big deal when one of those comes out. Exactly. And honestly, another one kind of like, I, I consider it very close to God of War, the Horizon series, like Horizon Forbidden West is another type of like big, just like it's a brand new universe to give you yeah. that like they just created this whole, There's it's like a unique concept, which I like a lot. And like the story is very big. And like when you're playing the game, you feel like you're just, you're experiencing the story in like a way like a movie couldn't describe. Kind of like how I feel yeah. God of War and some of those big story games are like, yeah, especially the, well, so the trailer looks very good. I'm very excited for that game. That's an interesting one because I feel like you can definitely tell that Sony and, you know, PlayStation consoles moving forward i feel like they're probably going to rely pretty heavily on the horizon series or at least i think they're going to give it a lot more weight 
And it's 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 interesting to well. see that because this is only the second one, you know. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, but Horizon Zero Dawn did got such great reviews and it such did. good feedback for it did, a pretty it got long fantastic. time. Fantastic! It yeah. was very highly critically acclaimed. And I the reason I remember like seeing it a lot and like seeing a lot of gameplay and stuff like that is because at the time, you know, it came out relatively around the same um, time as Breath of the Wild. Yep. Within that same era basically and i remember seeing so many like side-by-side comparisons and like yep, yep. this is what this game's like this is what this game's like and they do it seems like they do have a decent amount of similarities but this the horizon zero dawn i just thought looked incredibly cool and the yeah. trailer for forbidden west looks pretty sick as well it's it's stunning like it's a very it's yeah. insanely oh, yeah. pretty dude that's like the big thing it's like it it's crazy how and again respect to like both games now that we just like gaming so deep now gaming is getting old enough that like it's crazy how detailed they can make these consoles yeah. run games like the, did you like, see when they revealed the ps5 like they did yeah granted it was just uh it was just like a tech demo, one of those things. Mm-hmm. But it was it was absolutely like mind boggling. They were showing. I don't think the I saw stu- the like, tech demo reveal, but it was like it starts off in like a cave, and then it's like a it's like a woman walking through a cave doing some adventuring, some shit. Then she starts jumping around. Then she gets out of the cave, and then she like basically glides across a landscape, and like oh, shit. it looked absolutely insane and they were going through like all the technology of like how mm-hmm. they were getting the light to refract in a certain way and the way that they were doing shadows and movement and stuff like that and That's it was cool. just like holy crap like yeah it's remarkable how crazy they put, games have yeah become. they put so much effort into it and that's partially the reason that <laughs> i've kind of stayed nintendo part you know part of its nostalgia Part of it is is your old you know, eyeballs don't want to look at all these pictures. <laughs> part I'm of it's kidding. the the IPs that I've already come to know and love, but the other thing is that, and the main reason that I feel like Nintendo kind of kind of put themselves in their own lane is that they've never had the most powerful console. They've never had the highest specs. They've never had the best graphics, and they've never also never really tried to do that. They've always been more they've focused just, they've on... They've stayed in their lane. They, they're, it seems like Nintendo's design philosophy is always gameplay first, innovations for the console. Like gameplay... Yes, things, They yes. want to change the way that you play video games. They don't want to yeah. take video games and make Extend them the best them. looking or the most yeah, powerful. Yeah, I agree. They they take like a dynamic approach to video games. They try to like yeah. expand the concept of video games instead of just extending it, if that makes sense. Or like yeah. improving it. Like it's like which is just two different ways to improve it, which is really cool. And For I think sure. it's I think it's really neat that But that they, is they, also that is also why I personally once I got to that age where I was able to start choosing, you know, I when I had a disposable income and it was my choice of like I'm gonna go to the video game store and I'm gonna buy a game that I want to play. That's kind of why I started to shy away from the PlayStations and the Xboxes because it seemed like that was always, you know, a new Xbox comes out and they're like, "Look how strong it is! Look how nice we can make it!" Yeah, look. and it's like, it "Yeah, look you said it. that last time too." It's so like, flexy. Yeah, it's so flexy. Sure, it looks better, but like, who cares? <laughs> So what's what's even funnier to you saying that is that this particular console 
jump, I think that's going to actually come in more full swing. And one of the main reasons is because, so this is the first console jump that is going to 120 frames on average at very high quality um, per their consoles. And so the reason why that's super important, and I don't know, I don't think, I don't think you've experienced this, Corey, because you don't play a lot of computer games. But so as long as you have a, a monitor or a TV at the same hertz rate, so the refresh rate of the monitor is 120 or better, um, you'll notice a huge difference in the movement of characters in games and stuff so there's this like yeah. really funny meme of like for like pc gamers like the 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 jump from 60 hertz which is the standard to 144 hertz or like 120 you know around that area is literally i'm not even kidding dude it's life-changing like when i first did it dude it was mind-blowing the difference and when i look really? at 60 when i look at 60 frame stuff still to this day even at my work computer on random tvs i to me i can almost see the flip book dude it's crazy <laughs> like i'm wow. just so, and like i have a 240 hertz monitor if i'm gonna gamer esports flex my setup right now um so like i i like it even more obviously in this monitor but like so the difference it's so funny because i always tell my console friends all the time about like how nice it is to have this like crazy monitor and yeah. like they've always been like dude it's not that important it's not like whatever blah 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 blah. there's all this like crazy argument between like if it actually is like legit or not like if it actually improves anything or if it looks better because like there's this argument that like your eyes can only see at this frame rate and like all this junk like does it actually matter and like literally I guarantee you, when this console comes out, every single person's gonna be like, dude, this game just looks and moves and feels so good. And it's yeah. just because consoles finally got to that power where you can see the jump from 60 to 120 is gonna be a huge exponential increase, I think, in how so, good games look. And it'll be really funny to see people like freaking out about it. So that is, is that confirmed that both of these consoles, that's gonna be the average, is gonna be 120 I frames per I believe, second? I believe so, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Or so, so their performance target is, it still says, it says at 60 frames up to 120 for both is what they're saying. Um, so as a, I think what it is, is as long as you're not doing 4K, I think you do 1440p, it'll be 120 hertz from what I'm quickly yeah. looking up. And I believe at 4K, it'll be a, it'll be a solid 60, not like a stuttery 30. Um, yeah. but definitely. I would highly recommend to anyone playing games like like a gamer like like a like an FPS game like a Call of Duty or Halo, definitely go fourteen forty. Get your get your frame rate up because that'll that, you'll be so happy. It'll be crazy different. Get um, your frame rate up, boy. Get your frame rate up, boy. Um, what are you doing? What are you messing around? Exactly. For? So that'll be really funny. I I'll, I can I can think of friends that are gonna like freak out about the difference, which will be really funny to say. Um, Meanwhile, so I'm over here just fucking up. playing. You, <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, I'm over here just fucking playing like a slightly enhanced port of a 1996 game on my Switch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you could go sit in the corner with the other preschoolers, nerd. Whatever, <laughs> man. I love it. I don't blame you, dude. Um, I like I. There's such like a deep love for Nintendo for me as well because that really was like how I grew up. But yeah. like, I mean, I like all games. All games are good. But well, so, so that's that. That also makes me wonder: is that there hasn't been. There were there were rumors a while back, and there have been rumors for free, probably, I don't know. I feel like a year and a half at least. There have been rumors of there was going to be the Switch Lite, which ended up getting revealed and getting released, and that exists now. It's just the portable version of the Switch. Yeah. And along with that, there was also a rumor that there was going to be some sort of higher power Switch, which they were calling like a Switch Pro. And yeah. that makes me wonder, one, if that is even true, 
Two, if it is true, would they even want to release it anywhere near these two consoles? Because still, chances are, it's not going to be anywhere near as powerful. And three, like, if they are trying the idea of making a Switch that is higher power, it's almost like if you can't match what's currently on the market, then what's really the point? You that's know? A, yeah, that's a fair point. I think I think almost just like piggybacking what I was just talking about, I feel like there will be like a big enough difference that like if they don't try to improve their power at some point to make things feel a little bit smoother, even in like a less HD high res way, like making sure like yeah. the, the hardware is strong enough to hold like especially now, another big thing that's been happening in games recently, a lot of games are turning into crossplay. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but like there's a bunch mm-hmm. of games now. I think Fortnite broke the crossplay barrier. It's crazy. Like I just mm-hmm. like recently Apex Legends just actually dropped their barrier. So now Apex Legends is crossplay. Um Call of Duty Warzone is crossplay. Obviously Fortnite is crossplay. Um mm-hmm. Spellbreak, all these other BRs are crossplay, but not even that. Like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, the new remaster for the Switch is crossplay with your phone and for your PS4. There's this new anime game called Genshin Impact. This like MMO that came out yeah. that a bunch of people have been playing. That's all crossplay between your that. phone and your ps4 and your um and your computer which is really cool and so i feel like as a, like for the switch to integrate with crossplay you almost have to you i, th- I feel like there, there's a, a need to have to make sure the technology can keep up with one of the other consoles because otherwise if you play it there you're at a disadvantage like playing yeah. on a switch to play those games with like depending on i guess the sense of the game too you know obviously if it's just for well, the fun of it like if you're yeah, just I don't know, having fun it, who cares yeah exactly because it depends because like i've played you know i played when i was playing fortnite briefly i only played it for a short amount of time i played it on the switch and the switch has cross play with both pc and ps4 yeah for fortnite but it doesn't have cross play with uh fortnite on the xbox well, so that's different now. Now it definitely does, and it has for a while. Really? Um, oh yeah. Oh, most definitely. Um, well, even like, the point is, like, I I always felt like I was at a disadvantage, not because well, I don't know, because I I always thought it was just like I'm playing on two fucking Joy Cons, which suck, yeah. and they're yeah. not. This is not the controller that I need to be using for playing a game like this. I never felt like I couldn't. I always felt like I had the ability to do it, but. My hardware itself, as in the controllers, was what was limiting me. Not really that there was anything movement-wise or speed-wise. Oh, like, like lag-wise? Really I see what yeah. you're saying. Like, yeah. I never really had issues with lag. I didn't really have frame rate drops or anything like that. And it was, I, I always, it always felt fine. So in that vein that you're talking about, I'm not sure. I just don't know, really, I guess. Because you said that the difference is absolutely major, but... For the for the casual gamer, I don't, I don't know. Do you think? I think. Do you think a I, casual I, gamer would be able to tell the difference? Yes, because like I, oh, trust me, I like <laughs> this. This is the meme. Like we're literally having the meme conversation right now. <laughs> like I like I, I I. It sounds bad, and I sound like an elitist fuck. Like just like flaunting like better th- technology stuff, but like. I, I honestly yeah i honestly think like i think the difference is like if you played on i think the big difference would be like if so like say you went to your friend's house and played a, a game on the, on the new ps5 and then yeah. you had the same game and you came back on switch i almost can guarantee you'd be like eh. you'd, be, you'd be like ew this is grody like if you did it the same day, like if you played a game, got super hype, went back to your house, started yeah. playing on your Switch, you'd be like hyped to play it. But I feel like you could 
feel i almost can guarantee you could feel the difference like that's like that's my sales pitch on that um let's put a nice little bow on our on our ps5 xbox conversation fair enough fair enough i will not be buying either if i were to go one way i would probably want to go sony Mm -hmm. but the xbox series s is a hundred dollars cheaper and that's probably what would end up selling me but well, actually, no, maybe not because the games. I think the games for the PS5 look nicer. Yeah, like to me. So uh, another big thing too, actually, like I think that is kind of doesn't make it as much of a war anymore. Like this sounds weird, but if you've already if you've been playing games, you've already picked your side. So like, uh, like both Xbox and PlayStation this time around also. If anything you've downloaded digitally or any discs you have for PS4 will work on PS5. So that's another big thing. Like it's kind of harder to switch. I don't think and jump that's... and switch. They there's something in this uh, article actually. When it comes here, this I'll read. I'll just read the excerpt directly. Mm-hmm. When it, backward compatibility, when it comes to backward compatibility, Xbox comes out on front. According to Sony, only select PS4 games will be backward compatible with PS5 after work is done to make them run well on the new hardware. According to PlayStation blog, it's appreciated considering that PS5 has no backward compatibility support at launch, but it's not as holistic as expected. Meanwhile, Microsoft is ensuring that Xbox Series X is backward compatible with every Xbox One game, as well as several legacy titles for the original Xbox and Xbox 360. Interesting. I thought I saw something already saying that PS5, as long as you have, like there's a lot of games in there, like Borderlands 3, for example, is one of the big ones they were saying. Um, but they were saying like there's a lot of games that as long as you had them downloaded in your library, that you like the digital, like if you had the digital version of the PlayStation, for example, anything you could download digitally for, that you had on your store. But I'll have to do a little bit more research into that if that's the case. If they haven't started with it yet, then that's actually a big buff for Xbox. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. I think it still makes it harder for somebody on PlayStation to switch because you have to kind of trash all the games that you have which is kind of hard to do but i guess if you can't do that with playstation you're doing it anyway so that's actually i'll have to do a little bit more research into that because that might affect my decision to be totally fair all right well that's that then but yeah that's that yeah otherwise i still want a playstation to be fair my actual solid opinion is i still want a playstation especially i guess i'm gonna have to come over and feel that 120 fps experience i'll just i'll just make you play a game on my computer and you can feel the 240 hertz experience and it'll be even nicer um which will be funny yeah heck yeah but aside from that the only other thing i want to say lastly i'm going to sprinkle in on the bow well i'm going to write a little thank you note on top of the bow <laughs> of this uh thing is um final fantasy 16 super hype Ooh. big weeb here big weeb alert here um they really they announced another mainline final fantasy game and i actually remember looks... i i did see this trailer when it came out actually and what's cool is that it's funny that you're playing it but to me it looks like tactics like themed and styled like universe so it looks like final fantasy 12 and final fantasy tactics where it's all like the like knights and like the yeah like castle like almost medieval. game of thronesy medieval and i love that stuff oh my god man i'm so excited it's gonna be so beast it's just gonna it be another emo rad. brooding final fantasy protagonist guy that just doesn't understand life but has to just kill god or some shit i don't even know it's gonna be awesome <laughs> it's gonna be so cool it's just gonna be oh, angsty man. murder yeah i can't wait dude i'm just full of angsty dude, what's murder. what's that coming out on um it's coming out on i believe i think it's playstation xbox and um pc because i believe since yep. 15 or since 13 they've been releasing it on xbox as well so i yep. believe it's on all of them but regardless i cannot wait for final fantasy oh it's gonna be so good yeah okay okay Hell yeah. 
what were you going to say about the switch? Oh, so Sorry, I, what I, I wanted to say, oh, no, you're totally okay. So I just wanted to, I, what I wanted to say too, was just as we were talking about like newer releases for the games, there are some newer releases and things that have been released for the Switch that are like kind of, you know, big in their own right, especially in their communities. Like I know a big one that people have been like kind of love slash hating has been Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Yep, um, that's what I've been playing. Yep. Um, how, how have you been liking it? I haven't gotten it yet. I mean, I love it just because it's, it's, you know, it's more, it's the games that I love. But mm-hmm. I, I do understand frustrations that some people have. I feel like everyone is taking it to an extreme. It's like yeah, fucking, I think it's just like it's just like the Twitter complaints. You know what I mean? Like it's like I, I like I hear people saying shit like, oh, like why would I get why would I play Super Mario sixty four on that with that aspect ratio when I can just play it on, on an emulator and it'll yeah. be even better? And it's like because that's not the same it's an emulator it's illegal exactly yeah that's the one big thing and like i think another thing too it's also like it's the ease of access like i think the coolest thing about it is that like like mario is like literally the game in my opinion that you literally now have like dads even probably maybe grandpas depending on how freaking promiscuous your family is that could literally (laughs) all know mario at this point so like like, literally exactly like being able to have a new game on like your kids console that you could buy and it's your three favorite mario games growing up or i yeah. guess maybe galaxy might not be growing up if you have kids and you grew up on galaxy eh, eh, <laughs> yeah like and, and they're and also well, in their playing I... games no and they're playing games so think about that and they're like eight or nine let's put it that way and they're eight or nine. Oh yeah um think yeah, of it yeah, that way that, that's all i'm saying that's and they're eight or nine like playing games well, that eh that that you did fair. something at 16 yeah, this, um, that kind of goes into like that's kind of bleeding into a little bit our conversation that we had a while back about uh, remakes and remasters. But mm-hmm. that's one of the big things where I can kind of understand people's frustration is that it's really cool to have these games in this neat little collection. It's gonna, you know, it's inevitably gonna be a collector's item. That's why I got the physical copy. They're doing a limited release, which I don't know why they're doing that. That got a lot of people mad. I don't really get. I, I mean, it drives up demand. But I don't mm-hmm. understand why. I don't know. Oh, it's weird. only available through March thirty first. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. that's weird. I it didn't know weird. that. That's very weird. Well, so that's basically just creating artificial collectability. Demand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, like, it's it's whatever. Because I mean, it's not like I I I kind of get it, but also it's a weird move. Because like, it's just a collection of slightly remastered older mario games so it's not like that's going to be making money hand over fist for a long time the people I'm that getting some i'm getting some disney vault vibes as you're talking about yeah this. well like the people that want to get it are gonna get it within this window it's not like there's gonna be people that are like oh, i missed my opportunity to get yeah yeah I see super mario unless 3d must, all-stars yeah. how dare they you know unless you like live under a rock and you just don't know about yeah. it for a while well and so also like it's it's pretty cool like you open it up and it's got like a neat little like triple opening thing with where it shows like getting stars in all three of the games and it's like and then it goes to the main menu and it's like it's a nice classy thing and on the bottom like scroll bar it's the three games and then the three full soundtracks it includes the full soundtracks as well so you can just play any song from any game 
which is pretty cool. Oh, that's actually really cool. That's a but, nice little touch. Yeah, but from there you just open up whichever game you want to play, and you're playing it. And they've basically all of them have had their textures, some of them at least, reworked and redone. So they're uh, basically all the games are higher resolution. And Sunshine and Galaxy have been updated to a modern aspect ratio. It's whatever okay. whatever the whatever the standard aspect ratio is for like HD TVs now. Yeah, That's what they've yeah, been updated to. But Super Mario sixty four has not. It's it's still been updated, but it's not. I don't remember exactly what aspect ratio each one is. But I know that was something that people were mad about. Is that Super Mario sixty four has not been updated to the most modern you know aspect ratio to fit modern TVs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Me, okay. For me, I don't give a shit, but I like. I guess I could. I don't know. It's I. I flip flop back and forth. It's like okay. I guess I could see why you're mad, but also like who fucking cares? Yeah, like you're really asking a lot out of a game that's very very old now. Like, well, yeah, but that's the that's the thing is that like they clearly take Super Mario All Stars originally was a collection that released in 1993, and it had. I think Super Mario Bros. 1, 2, 3, and the Lost Levels. And all oh, yep. of them, it basically remastered it to make, to give them new updated sprites, recolored sprites, and stuff like that. And that game is now available for free if you have uh, Nintendo Online, if you have the online service. Okay, you can play all of those games for free. And it's just like, if you compare them side by side, conceptually they're the same thing. It's taking Mario games, lumping them together into one collection. But you see with 3D All-Stars, they really didn't do that much to even call them a remaster. It's more just like enhanced ports at that mm-hmm. point, where they only fixed some resolution things. They fixed some aspect ratio stuff. But other than that, largely they're, it's, it's the same game. Yeah, it's like it's the yeah the exact like it's a very lazy approach just to rewrap yeah, and like exactly. have people buy it again. So I get yeah, I guess I see what you're saying with that. It's it's like repackaging, it's, it's smoothing some of the edges and just selling them all together. But at the same time, it's three fucking Mario games for the price of one. You know? No, exactly. Yeah. So like, I mean, again, you know, I think it's one of those things where, like you were saying, I think it's hard. It's more of a collector's item. I feel like it's like it's definitely like it's a. I already like Mario, and I want to get like somebody I know into it if they're younger, or I just want to play my old nostalgic games again yeah. and not like dust out my red, yellow, and white cables and exactly. get my adapter to plug it into a TV. Because God, that's so weird that TVs don't have that anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. We're getting old, dude. Isn't it weird? No, I don't want to admit it. I don't want to admit it. It's, and even it's... we're not even that old, but we're getting old, dude. I know, but oh, we're getting man. to the point. Before we would be like, I feel so old, like reminiscing about stuff, and it would be like, shut up, you're a kid. But now we're getting to the point where we say we feel old, and that's actually because we're talking about shit that happened a long fucking time ago. Yeah, we are. We're talking like we're talking about like, shit that happened decades ago. That's how old we are. Don't say that. Oh, that sounds so gross. Oh man. But anyways, uh, you know, it's I'm I'm still liking it. I uh, Galaxy was the one that I hadn't replayed in the longest, so I replayed that first. Um, I had fun with it. It still isn't as great as Sunshine or 64, in my opinion. 
Um, but I had fun. It was pretty cool. And then I moved on to 64 and I was like, oh yeah, this is way more my speed. Uh, but so actually, I mean, aside from that, I think there's one other big uh, Nintendo game that I kind of want you to take the reins on and you can give me your whole, oh my God, moment too um, for Switch that's coming out. Do you want to talk about it? You talking about Age of Calamity? I might be. Fuck yeah. Fuck Hy- yeah. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity was announced a few weeks ago. It is a canon Legend of Zelda game in the Hyrule Warriors, Dynasty Warriors style of gameplay. It's Dynasty releasing, Link. It's releasing on November 20th. Um, Ryan, did you... You're, I know you're familiar with Dynasty Warriors. Oh my god, yeah. Did you play Hyrule Warriors at all? No, I did not. So, uh, but is, is the first one canon? Really quick, that's no, what I want to ask. not is at the all. First one, that's, what, that's what I thought, because I, so, I remember seeing trailers for it, and it was pure Dynasty Warriors with Zelda skins. That's what's so interesting about this whole process, is that they did Hyrule Warriors, they got the Nintendo licensing stamp of approval, but Nintendo wasn't involved. It was Koei Tecmo that developed it, and you can tell that it was totally like a, a passion project, because in that original Hyrule Warriors... They had some of their own original characters. They had a shit ton of Zelda characters with redesigns from all over the Zelda timelines. And they came up with this convoluted plot where it was like the, this evil sorceress was pulling stuff from like but all of the Legend of Zelda timelines. And like all of these characters that were never together before came together and shit like that. And it was just, it was fun gameplay wise, but it never really hit home for me because it felt very fan fictiony the way mm-hmm. that it was written and set up but yeah i i can see that i can see what you're saying with that nintendo however liked the gameplay and clearly with breath of the wild first of all you haven't finished breath of the wild have you i have not don't Dude, yell at me <laughs> <laughs> that is a must play you need to finish that damn game I know, I know. But it's anyways, it's on. It's on there. I promise. It's on they, the list. Anyways, they put so much. There was so much background stuff, stuff um, with the story of Breath of the Wild and the concepts for Breath of the Wild, and they worked on it so much that basically they had this whole story in their mind of how the battle one hundred years ago, once Calamity Ganon rose up, how that battle went, and Nintendo actually approached Koei Tecmo. And said, actually, I think it was Onuma specifically approached Koei Tecmo and basically said, hey, we want to tell the story of the battle against Calamity Ganon 100 years ago. And we feel that the best way to illustrate that in video game format would be with your Hyrule Warriors style of gameplay. Because that's very much the... One versus one hundred, slashing through a crap ton of enemies at once. Kind of story, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, story wise, it makes sense, but that's why they wanted that type of that that style of gameplay as opposed to like a regular Legend of Zelda experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I guess, they were impressed with Hyrule Warriors, and they felt that that would be the best option. So it's being co-developed by Koei Tecmo and Nintendo. And that's what's so cool about this is that because it's telling the events, the canon events of what happened 100 years before Breath of the Wild, Nintendo has been completely involved with stuff including gameplay, character design, movements, all that stuff. So it it basically looks just like Breath of the Wild, and it's just such an amazing... They've shown off uh, multiple 
there have been like multiple features on it so far and multiple trailers leading up to the release next month. And it looks just like Breath of the Wild, but it plays like Hyrule Warriors, but with added Breath of the Wild-like stuff. So like all the champions can use the runes. You can play as Zelda. You can play as Link. You can play as all four champions. You can play as Impa, like adult Impa from oh, 100 years that's ago. that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And it just looks like it's going to be super fun and i'm i'm wicked excited for it yeah it's really cool that um the dynasty like dude uh koei tecma right that's the name yeah um for dynasty warriors they've been so like it's funny enough um they also are making persona 5 scramble which yeah. is releasing a playstation 4 and nintendo and they worked with atlas to do a dynasty warriors persona 5 canon it's like a persona 5 part 2 that's all wow. canon that's going to be it released in japan it's going to release in the west hopefully next year yeah. um but that's like another like again like it's like a more hack and slash style game uh-huh. but it has like the full story of what happens after persona 5 which is crazy um to think about so, yeah, and so like good, it's it's like it's kind of cool yeah they're, they're good for koei tecmo yeah dude they've dynasty been doing these, is coming back they've been doing dude, these for a while the shit it, they did. dude it, it was the shit they've also hopped a lot dude they used to do they used to be gundam dynasty warriors for yeah. the longest time which was sick obviously dynasty warriors like dynasty warriors legends and like they did a samurai fire warriors. warriors as well yep fire Emblem warriors or samurai warriors which is also one of the coolest ones not gonna lie it's like ninjas and freaking nobunaga oda if you know anything about japanese history it's pretty freaking cool mm-hmm. um there's like there's literally so i wonder how many oh god they're it's showing there's so many holy crap <laughs> there are literally and they're all oh, i see gundam dynasty warriors multi-raid 2 i don't even know half of these anymore god i'm so old so they're um, doing they're doing good <laughs> They're doing good. good. They're doing them. great, boys. And I highly recommend if you want if you want a fun, just random game to play, Dynasty Warriors. Any any Dynasty Warriors, I guarantee you'll have at least three hours of fun, which is good for some games that you can buy yeah. for cheap. So yeah. definitely play with your friends. Well, so yeah, I'm 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 excited to pick up Age of Calamity when it comes out. More more than anything, just to see what the world of Breath of the Wild looked like a hundred years ago before it was totally destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, um, that'll be really cool. It'll be cool for this to have them just like, like the Zelda world building is definitely like the pr- oh, one yeah. of the main reasons why people like Zelda. For sure, it's just them that's, expanding the universe. That's, that's one thing that some people have gripes with with Breath of the Wild is that they introduced the champions Daruk, Mifa, Urbosa, and Rivali, and they're great characters. But a lot of people feel that they were kind of shortchanged in Breath of the Wild, like they didn't get enough screen time, or we didn't mm-hmm. see enough of them, and we didn't for see- like much of them in for action like the, really for like the role that they have in the game yeah exactly for the for for how important of characters they're supposed to be we don't see enough of them in breath yeah. of the wild and that's what a lot of people feel okay and this is Interesting. this is completely making up for that in spades because like now they're playable characters and they're gonna have so many like story moments together they're gonna have so much screen time and it just looks like it's gonna be super cool and it could even you know maybe it'll even answer some lingering questions that some people have about like say calamity ganon's attack and maybe just little gaps that weren't quite filled in with breath of the wild and this this will be the opportunity to fill in some of those gaps okay yeah that would that that looks cool to i'd like to hear that hear your opinion on that when it comes yeah. out so it'll be nice to definitely give a good review on that uh on the episode yeah, like also though fucking finish breath of the wild I like, uh, you're you're, uh, you're totally right. I should. Like, God but, damn uh, it! 
I know. I'm sorry. Honestly, my I literally still we're going to talk about a switch game in a moment that i'm still very passionate about but i haven't played in forever because my switch has been hostage t- to my girlfriend to my fiance sorry my fiance because she's been playing so much animal <laughs> Gotta Crossing. get used to that uh it's rare it's it's weird but i'm getting used to it um but um so anyways the the most important topic we wanted to say for last that i want to talk about is <laughs> the the biggest meme or is there anything else you want to talk about before we talk about the yeah, biggest meme that's hit my life about- Pokemon Crown Tundra. Oh, you're out. right. You're right. Oh, I totally forgot about Pokemon. I forgot. Well, I mean, there's, I not, say, I, I, there's not really a ton to say because you didn't play Sword and Shield, right? I did not. Yeah. So Crown Tundra is the um, second part of the DLC pass thing that's coming out um, soon, coming out October 22nd. Um, it's based, Crown Tundra is just going to be another area. Uh, there's going to be more older Pokemon that are going to be brought back like they did with um isle of armor the isle of armor expansion Mm -hmm. they basically brought back like a chunk of pokemon that were unavailable and they're doing that again and they're introducing some new galarian forms and the coolest fucking they're introducing two new reggies and they're introducing three galarian versions of the legendary bird trio and they all yeah i saw you doing a poll of that yeah we did a we did a poll yeah we did a poll yep um, it seems like everyone is if, most excited for Galarian Articuno. Yeah, I was just fair. about to say, if you don't pick Articuno, you're absolutely insane. Dude, I voted for Zapdos. I think Galarian Zapdos looks sick. Oh, you're so, I need to look at them right now again. Yeah, take Just it. so I can prove up, to you how good but Galarian Articuno They look Articuno so looked. fucking rad. They, I I'm honestly like, think they look cooler than the original. I'm going to say that. They all do. Honestly, the, the, yeah, honestly, all of them do. Hold on. Oh, they look so red. Oh, dude, they look so good. Bless you. Dude, I like... Thank you. Sorry. I love the colors. Obviously, I'm a huge... I'm a sucker for, like, blue-purple. The colors of Articuno. And dude, look at how badass his eyes are. Like, dude, yeah. that guy is edgy. Yeah. Although, honestly, I feel bad because, like, I really like Zapdos. He kind of looks like a cool, like, battle chocobo. Yeah, he does. Honestly, he totally does. Honestly... I like I think I think I like Articuno, then Moltres, and then Zapdos. I think that's actually that's the order for me because like that's the black fair. and red, the black and red of like the yeah, Moltres, Moltres looks, the looks like a like a looks friggin' Phoenix from Hell. Yeah, it's it crazy. looks awesome. Like that's that has, and I think obviously it's kind of hard because fire always looks the most detailed and like eye catching. But like Moltres looks the most eye catching. But I love the sleek design of the sports car that's, Articuno. Yeah, like, <laughs> Lamborghini Articuno. Yeah, dude, this is that's a that's a Lamborghini Kuno <laughs> yeah, right there. <laughs> Yeah, I do. We have the battle chocobo with the Lamborghini Kuno, and then like I don't even know, like a d- <laughs> and like demon spawn firebird. Yeah, dude, exactly. Well, that's all. That's that's pretty much. There's not much more to say other than that's coming out. I'm excited for it. I'm gonna play that when it comes out. Yeah, dude, it's it looks good. I always I'm always like a backdoor Pokemon fan. Mm-hmm. To be fair, like especially Sword- at this point, like I if you're I, looking I gave- to get back into it at any point, Sword and Shield is definitely a good. A good uh, jumping back in point because it's, it's maybe I'll have to have to play and just see. Like I'm just gonna go. I'll just go full competitive almost instantly. I'll just start grinding Pokemon to yeah. like make big squads in, yeah. and just start giving people the hands. So, but so let's uh, we're gonna dive into the the meme that happened meme. to ha- my yeah, life. It, oh, it happened. Uh, it happened, guys. Uh, uh, so for the second DLC pass of the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Switch. 
they announced and showed a 45-minute video of Steve slash Alex from Minecraft in Smash Bros. Yeah. And my life still has not recovered since. It's, um, it's pretty crazy, to be honest. It's very crazy. For me, at uh, least. I can't... I'm like... I honestly am blown away that he made it. Dude, guys, he made well, it. I so, can't believe he broke it. He so broke the barrier. There's a lot to unpack here. So let's... There I, is. I kind of want to segment it off. So we should... Maybe we should talk about, like, first impressions of what we think of just Steve slash Minecraft being represented in Smash at all. And then we can go into, like, his move set and stuff about how he plays and stuff like that. How do you feel about that? Yeah, oh no, I'm definitely down for that. And so, like, again, like, I, I even to start with that first part of it, like, I'm honestly shocked that he broke the barrier to get into Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, it seems like Smash is kind of, like, I don't know. Personally, I feel like they, it's not like they ran out of possible game universes to pull from to bring into this universe. But to me, I feel like they're kind of just like reaching for like, this feels like that. It feels like they're just reaching for like, oh, we need a lot of kids to play this game or so, more kids to play this game so let's let's just grab him let's just grab him the, i love how i something the that SpongeBob i said of gaming yeah something that i said to you when we were first talking about this is that i love how the the friggin after the trailer it goes to sakurai and sakurai's basically just like yep it happened nope it <laughs> yeah. wasn't my idea yep Literally. it's weird so you can clearly Literally. tell because it was a grab this was nintendo this was nintendo saying hey put steve put minecraft characters into smash because because we're gonna try and reach for everyone and minecraft is the biggest fucking game in the world basically and sakurai is probably just like i i mean okay okay i i suppose and it really feels to me they did i think they did a really good job like i think they did a very good job incorporating him into well, the so game that's personally. sakurai that's a, that's yeah, i feel I like agree. that's all from the mind I, of sakurai yeah. like he rises to totally the challenge agree. i totally he always, agree he always puts in the details to make sure that they accurately represent the game they're coming from that everything is cohesive but that they can also function in smash he always I does agree. a fantastic job of that but there's still something about him being in smash that is just a little jarring for me. And it's I, not... I, I agree. It's not that I don't think he deserves to be in Smash, or they, because it's it's Steve, uh, Steve and, and Alex, Alex yeah. and Zombie and Enderman, or whatever. <laughs> but, and Enderman. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's not that they don't deserve to be in Smash, and it's not that I dislike them. But it's just it's just weird, especially because... It seems like a lot of the reception that this character has been getting has either been overwhelmingly positive or just kind of the same as if it was any other character, just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Which I was expecting to see a lot more negative feedback. I was expecting to see a lot more people be like, he doesn't belong. Which, like we just said, and which we'll get into in a little bit once we talk about the moveset and stuff... Sakurai always does a great job of bringing characters that feel like they shouldn't be in Smash into Smash. But for some reason, this one for me is just still a little bit too weird. And I there's I feel like there's a lot of 
there there it's it's multi-layered there's a lot of reasons for that like one this more than probably any other series that's represented in smash barring maybe pokemon maybe this one is far and away the most kid-centric series that is represented yeah, in smash bros i Mine, agree minecraft is a giant like it has a huge base of fans that are like 14 and under 12 and under mm-hmm. yeah um, agreed on top of that almost all characters that have i i say almost all but it might even be all characters that have been introduced have either been arcade icons or icons from console video games and i think correct me if i'm wrong i think this is the first one that oh, was like a drawn PC. directly from a pc game i so you're technically right with that i feel like though when minecraft got its huge boom was when minecraft sold and was released onto like xbox 360 well, yeah because microsoft and... bought mojang right yeah yeah um exactly and so i think like i almost think like the 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 minecrafters they're targeting think of it as an xbox 360 game i guess you are right though the origins know. of it is but from pc maybe it's just because so, i'm like, too old because like i remember well, so, i remember minecraft I, I remember people playing minecraft when it came out and it was like this little weird almost like game. indie computer game thing where it was like oh that looks pretty cool yeah, so I, I, you beat me to it. So what, what, what I was going to say too was I, what I think is so jarring about it, and again, I think it's the age difference of it, is that like to me, Minecraft, the character Steve to me in Minecraft isn't a main character or a character at all. Because like when Minecraft first came out, it was a game on Minecraft.net on a java application okay when you like you didn't you couldn't even you could download it if you wanted to make it run better but you played you know you just always type in your username it was always a new world like a, whenever you logged off kind of thing yeah in the very very beginning and so like back then it was all just about building and just making stuff there was no story or anything like there was not like his name wasn't even steve then i don't believe i think he was just like the character i think it was just the avatar yeah yeah, i think it was just the like you know like the the avatar is not the reason why you play minecraft it was like to do the things of mining and crafting and making stuff and then they like gave this whole storyline and they tried to give this like universe and lore to steve and minecraft and alex and everything and i think to me that's where it feels so weird because i still think of steve as like an artificial character like to me literally the only way they can make this crazier is if they just like added the default fortnite avatars from you know what i'm saying like from fortnite like it like there's no i have no i have zero connection to steve as like a character i love and enjoy i like the game and i loved the game when i was younger and that's like like where i'm like cross with it it's like if they took the default design of like a runescape avatar and put it into smash exactly exactly dude if they literally just took if they just rolled the randomizer on any wow character just threw them in like i'd be like what are you doing like why are you here i mean i I, but but going by that logic i mean like link at one point was only seen as like the avatar basically like he had his own design but he was kind of seen as the avatar and obviously that's changed over the years but 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 i would i i would also argue but also link is link is the hero of time to stop and defeat ganon or the evil wizard or whatever it is but like minecraft it wasn't like steve is the great miner that can build anything and travels in this world it like it was the nature of the game doesn't place any importance on 
the, the exactly. player or the, on the exactly. character. On the character, it's all just about enjoying the world. And so, like, that's where, like, to me, that's what I don't like. Like, I like the idea of Super Smash Bros. as this, like, crazy universe. Like, the funny videos you see online where, like, Mario and Luigi are beating the shit out of each other. But, like, that's, like, what I think of, like, this cool thing of, like, all these different characters can fight each other yeah. in this, like, in this game. And, like, it feels like it's a soulless character, I guess, is, like, the best way to say it. Like, even, like, yeah. even Game & Watch, old-school Game & Watch or Pac-Man is still, like, a like a character. There's, like, something about it's, him. Like, you're playing Pac-Man because yeah. it's Pac-Man. Like, you're not playing Minecraft because it's Steve. You're playing Minecraft because you can do stuff in Minecraft. Like, yeah. And That's it's, fair. it's yeah, it's, it's just weird. I, th- I think it's the very first one that it doesn't have, um... Like, like a, Steve isn't iconic, really. Or well, I mean, yeah, I guess he it, is now, but like, yeah, he know. is now. But yeah, I I agree. I think I think honestly, dude, I think it's just like how we see Minecraft versus how like other kids see Minecraft is so different. Well, I like, I think how, how we see Smash is different too. That's what's really that's, causing. That's true. That's, that's what's really causing too. the disconnect Very for true. me is that like I, <laughs> this never would have been even when this even dude even when super smash bros ultimate was released if you had told me steve is gonna be in this game i'd be like shut like what are you fucking talking yeah i'd be i'd be like yeah i'd say shut the hell up i'd be like okay that's that's one of those like funny little photoshopped yeah like character select menus where it's like oh butthole bob is fighting steve from minecraft and it's like yeah 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 i see what you're saying i suppose it was inevitable though yeah, I, I feel think, like I, I think this is I think this is also another another dark moment that we both need to come to terms with that yeah. video game companies target children to play their video games. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. we're not the children. We're not the children they're targeting anymore, Corey. It's no. really sad to say. I know. But why are they targeting us anymore? Why? Why? I'm I'm still cool. You can target me. Send me ads. Yeah, buy come on. I'm the one with I money. money. I I have money exactly. Come I have on. Money. Seven year olds don't have but, money. Yeah, listen. You think you think Timmy's lemonade stand's gonna buy a switch? Hell Come no, on, dude. dude. He's not going out that weekend for more than two weekends. Okay, he's gonna Wait. give up and play something else. Let alone DLC. Yeah, let alone DLC. You, Come you on. realize that that if they're trying to target children, that's a pretty goddamn specific <laughs> target market. They're trying to target children that already own Super Smash Bros. Ultimate that are paying attention to DLC that's coming out for the game. Then those kids have to be like, "Mommy, <laughs> buy me the DLC for Smash Bros." Because Steve is in yeah, it. Yeah, and it and it works because if you just whine and cry to your parents in this day and age, they'll just give up and do anything. That's the secret, kids. Um, well, it's I don't know. It's weird. I don't. I'm not. I'm really not that bothered by it. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just. It just feels weird. It just feels weirder than. Any other character being introduced, and I feel like it's going to be I, weird for me for a I while. Agree. I'll probably get used to it. Yeah, there'll be a time where it just feels normalized. Yeah. Um, but it definitely it's very weird, very memey. It's it's like it really is the the most oh. meme pick now. Yeah. So far. Well, that's what I was gonna say is that like there have been rumors about Steve being in for a while now, basically since the DLC started coming out. The even the first one, there were rumors that yeah. it was like Steve's gonna be in it. And it was like yeah, Steve from Minecraft. And Steve it was from just Minecraft. like, all right, really? Is he really? But yeah, like, now, am I really going to click on this article again? <laughs> now it's like, okay, really? Though he is, he's yeah, actually like, here for now. real, guys. He's here. Okay. Yes. So let's. Uh, now, with all that being said, uh, I have looked at the 
a whole play uh play move set for Steve as well as I have just been like I guess I've watched it a couple times now and I'm just trying to mull over and absorb and like marinate in some of the information that I've seen because my competitive mind is reeling thinking about yeah. what Steve is going to be once the mass public touches him it's going to be uncomfortable it's, yep. online battles will never be the same I'm telling you right now for the next month people you're going to hate your lives as you only play against Steve's that are just going to build blocks all the time well, it's going to be crazy but that's the thing is that like you know Sakurai does a good job of balancing it and when I first saw that I was like okay that's basically just like fucking unlimiting edge guarding like you'll be able to gimp people really bad mm-hmm. but it's like He's put he's put in stuff to balance that out, like depending on the type of material that you build it from, it'll disintegrate faster and like you can hit through them. Like little stuff like that that I was paying attention to, like it showed there was one where like he built a block and then Mario did something. I don't know if it was a move, but Mario like basically went straight through it with only a little mm-hmm. bit of collision. But it was still mm-hmm. a little. There was still a little bit of resistance. So I'm just thinking in my mind, like, how the hell is this gonna function? I like, I don't know. I guess for for reference, um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Steve basically can if you press. I think it's the neutral special is what mines mm-hmm. right. Yeah, um, correct. Depending on what material you are standing on, as in like what the floor you are standing on in the stage is made out of, you will mine different materials. And when you mine those materials, you can go over to uh, like a crafting table and you can craft different weapons. You can, you can, he uses uh, like a pickaxe, he uses a sword, he uses uh, an axe, like a woodsman's yeah, axe, yep, and an a axe shovel. And a shovel. And depending on what materials you have, and there's a little gauge down at the bottom that tells you, like, basically in, in like, a little bar diagram type thing, it tells you how much of each material you have. And depending on how many of each you have, or, like, the quantity you have, you can build those tools. Like, so you can build diamond swords. And, like, it... Basically, if you build, like, diamond weapons, it makes all of your weapons diamonds. But the weapons break after a while so you have to constantly be mining and like you can also use those materials to do other things like build blocks like unlimited blocks not unlimited because they disappear after a while but yeah but yeah you can you can build blocks with it you can like literally use that to wall off or make new floors or new heights for yourself um you can use uh you can make powered rails for your rail cart which is your side yeah. b to move faster um there's a there's a lot that you can do do you feel like it's too much uh, so i i think it's too much in a sense that so from us from a pure i think from a fun standpoint i think it's too much to remember from a fun standpoint okay. that's the one thing i think if you're like i think if you're casually playing against him or even if you're just casually playing him, I think it's a lot to remember, and I think you'll just get really caught out in like moments because you're trying to remember how to do something. Um, yeah, because there's so much stuff to do. So that's the thing with these DLC characters that is that well, not even DLC, just even the characters, the new characters that were introduced in Smash Bros. Ultimate. 
Sakurai, I feel like, is getting more and more complex with the gimmicks behind each character. I think, I think so, too. And the way that They're they adding function. a lot of crazy restrictions and things. And some of them are super cool. Like, like I think Hero from Dragon Quest is, like, a super cool example of, like, a new... Like a, like, a new cool gimmick that, like, is a lot. And even that, at first, kind of seemed like a lot. But compared to that, this is, like whoa this is nuts because it's like you gotta you gotta pay attention to where you're standing you gotta remember to constantly mine so that you have materials and then if you're crafting if you want to get specific about it and be like okay i want diamond weapons you need to make sure you need to pay attention to what you're mining and then you got to look at your gauge to make sure that you have enough diamond stuff and then you need to go over to a crafting table, which you can you can summon to yourself, so it's not that bad. But you still need to go to a crafting table and do whatever the heck you need to do. I think you just like hold the button or something and it automatically crafts yeah, it. Yeah, it'll it'll start crafting. Yeah, if you just press B at the crafting table, it'll start crafting. But you need to craft your weapon, and then it's like okay, you need to think about how long that weapon is going to last. But then it's also you need to think of how many materials you have to do other stuff like build the rails for your mine carts and build blocks because that seems like it's going to be a huge thing for steve just play wise and that's that's something that's absolutely crazy to me too is that he said sakurai said that they had to rework every single stage to yes, be able I wanted to, to give a shout out to the programmers on that too. I'm like, like he said in the video, like that's insane. That that's is so insane. Much work. That's so much work that's, for fucking Minecraft Steve. Dude, nin- Nintendo slave drivers over there freaking whipped their team into doing that. They were like, "Do it now! Do it! Do it! Do it!" That's, Let the blocks flow through you. But at, at the same time, it's like I don't know. Maybe I'm just being skeptical, or maybe. It just seems like a lot, and it, it'll be like Hero, where it's like, eventually I'll wrap my head around it. Maybe it's not as complex as it looks. I don't know. What do you think? I So I I think it I think it definitely is way more complex. I think it... So, like, to be fair, to compare to Hero, for example, Hero, all of his things were... I feel like they were complex, but once you thought about it, it was just the same button command. It was just either how long you pressed it yeah. or... It was the same thing. It was just a random chance. So your down B was still your down B. It was just like a random chance. I think with Steve, there's literally there's B on the ground, B in front of a crafting table, B in the air. There is doing your your rail mine cart when you have materials, your rail mine cart when you don't have materials. You use your rail mine cart. You can jump off instantly, try to catch the opponent inside of the rail cart yeah. as they get carried away. You can you have to learn how to use your TNT and then make redstone trails and then a pressure plate to connect the TNT so you can activate it without hurting yourself. You need to like you know again watch all your materials like you were saying and do all this crazy stuff. And I think there's a lot that that is the most to remember. Period. Yeah. But with all of that being said, with the competitive aspect of it, purely whenever you talk about competitive play, the biggest thing you talk about is you just you you just cut to the chase. All you're talking about is when somebody has 
perfectly practiced all of that stuff. And that part isn't a factor anymore. It's not like, oh, well, they're only good if they remember. It's when this player's good enough that they remember how to do everything correctly and optimally. I think, honestly, at first I thought he was going to be not that good. I thought he was going to be, he was going to look scary, but fall off very strong, very fast. And he possibly could only under the assumption that I think rushdown characters will beat him up really bad. If you can hit him enough before he starts getting a lot of materials, I think you can just kind of choke out his space and just don't give him any room. And yeah. you could probably just outplay him in neutral because he's kind of slow. He doesn't jump high. His moves come out pretty fast, but I think you should be able to maybe run shield grab or something. Like yeah. Again, I haven't seen a neutral interaction with him is the hard part. Like Because like, Sakura can't really show high-level neutral with, with no. by himself. <laughs> Playing... Um, it's freaking you dude's a psycho dude too neutral he's a psycho he does it pretty well though i know like, it's it's really it's impressive but like so i like personally what's crazy is that steve is one of those characters that not even him edge guarding you cannot edge guard steve because you literally can just imagine having 30 dirt yeah. blocks in your inventory if he has any materials then he can just you can he, stall in, yeah. the, in the on the in the air you can literally just hop up to the very height of the of the platform and then walk over and fall center like you can't edge guard him realistically if he has any material and so like i think once players get used to that that's going to be ridiculous i think his edge guarding capabilities not even like the the clip we saw on the thing of him landing on a block and down smashing with his lava bucket. I think the most busted thing is you throw somebody off stage, you set dynamite, you set a pressure plate um, next to the dyna- next to the TNT, and then you just th- throw a railroad cart at it as they come near. And it literally, I think, I th- it looks like it hits below stage. And if it does, and that's true on that, it's insane. Or yeah. even his flint and steel edge guard that we saw with the fire yep. that just kept hitting Pit. Like, poor Pit. Pit got nerfed <laughs> even more. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And, dude, and guys, his up B, they, they re-added the glide mechanic yeah. from, from Brawl, from Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Like, one of the reasons why Meta Knight was absolutely busted was trying yeah, to yeah, hit gliding. that dude at, at high HP when he's gliding is so annoying. It's insane. And they brought that back with the meme character. It's, oh my god. It's like, there, there's there's layers to, like, how crazy this character really is and i like that's what i'm afraid of unless again like unless there's this like glaring like rushdown weakness because that's what i think that's what i'm afraid of and i feel like a lot of dlc characters with the exception of joker has been the only one that showed so much promise but like their kits just aren't high level smash bros that's like the big thing like i still think like as cool as all steve's stuff is i still think lucina's forward air is just gonna wipe through all this stuff like it's yeah. just gonna outspace and just slap steve around you know what i mean like well, i feel like there's still i feel like all the top tier characters are still just going to maybe have a hard time without knowing what to do but once you know what to do i think they're still just gonna run circles and speed around steve well, and be able to make him uncomfortable and kill him so here's my take on that is that even aside from character matchups i feel like it's honestly all your worries i think it's all going to come down to how well balanced sakurai makes him and i that's something that with all of these dlc characters i feel like he always puts in so much effort to make sure that a character is not overly basically to make sure that a character is not broken in that way and sakurai has paid much more attention it seems like to the competitive aspect of smash especially in in ultimate and when developing characters for ultimate i feel like this is the most balanced smash bros game out of all of them um 
And I feel like if there's, if that starts to be an issue, you know, he'll find out about it and then he'll patch it immediately. Yeah, there'll probably be, a, there, I could see it being a rework. I think my, my biggest concern with, I agree with you, I think he does a very good job at try, at keeping it, uh, yeah. like, like, competitively viable and, like, not, like, overly broken. I think yeah. the hard part, though, is that I think his kit and all the things that have, that he put into the game to make it feel Minecrafty, and all of it makes sense. Like I was saying before, yeah. what's hard about it is that it's it's touching some of the fundamental, some of the fundamentals of Smash Bros. from a competitive standpoint, anyways. So like where like I think a character that has the ability to control where the edge of the stage is in that way, or like when the character's kit can literally like do things like jumping off the very bottom of the stage and landing near the bottom and like being able to tap you or hit you or something like that like like that kind of breaks the concept that normally occurs in any other smash bros matchup of like edge guarding and neutral and fighting and i think when you start to touch that like the very deep levels and basic levels of that i think people can abuse that really 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 strongly and like almost just become like a one note cheese but the one note is so powerful because it abuses the basic mechanics that it's just too annoying to deal with i see what you're saying but i i feel like there's always workarounds for that stuff like take hero for example yeah a fully charged up b with hero, you can get basically from the entire the the absolute bottom of the blast zone. You can get right back up to the stage because that launches you so high. But one, you need to charge it. Two, it depends how much MP you have. Then you have zoom, which literally that totally breaks the concept of recovering because from anywhere on the screen you can use zoom and just get right back to the stage. And that sounds broken, but in practice, it's not. Because there's a, you know, one, there's a random chance that you might not get it. And even if you do get it, you need to have enough MP. So that's my thing is that like the the second that it seems like Steve being able to use blocks off stage seems broken, he can immediately, Sakurai can immediately just be like, okay, well, let's make him disintegrate almost immediately. Let's make it so that he can have less on screen at a time. Let's make it so that he can collect materials slower. So chances are people won't be able to stall for that long. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, and you're you're absolutely right. Like they definitely can fix some of the major things that will happen. I guess I I'm essentially I think I'm predicting that there will be some probably some crazy there might be some, tech yeah. that comes out. Might be some backlash be some, in the beginning. Yeah, I think there'll be I think there'll be like some sort of insane combo with Steve. I think the other thing too, like again, like. I'm really curious to see how, let's say at 20%, if you have a diamond sword, if you down throw and then forward smash or down throw dash attack, because I think that's a combo that it showed in the thing. Like with diamond sword, does that just slap you and you just die essentially? Like yeah. I'm like curious to see how how strong some of the some of the Steve combos can be because yeah. he has such heavy hitting moves. So like, you know, again, like I know I know Terry kind of didn't end up panning out well because of how he is, and Steve might be in the same Terry route, but I remember people were labbing all these insane one-touch Terry death combos once you got your 100% superpower. And the only downside with Terry on that is like you have to get him to 100%, so I feel like if Steve has the same thing, he can do that at almost any time, which would be very, very annoying. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll have to see. But that type of character where it is like there's a lot of stuff going on, it's cool in concept, but 
even with Steve, like not Steve, even with um, Terry and Ken and Ryu, I've always been like, oh, that's kind of cool that you can do like the, you know, you can do the regular arcade inputs and it does certain types of moves. And like, it's like I, I once I see that, I'm like, that's cool. I want to like learn that stuff. I want to learn how to do that stuff. And then I learn it once. I play around with it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm sure that can be used for really good things. But then if I, I just, me personally, I do that. And then the next time I pick up the game, I already forgot like yeah. all the shit. And I feel like that's exactly what it's going to be like with Steve for me too. I'm probably going to learn, you know, once he comes out, which depending on how quickly I edit this episode, it might come out the day this releases or the day after yes. this releases. Depend, exactly, depending that's on true. Because it does come, it, yeah, it comes 13th. out October thirteenth. Yeah. Yep, the thirteenth, which is this this Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, this yeah. Tuesday, I believe. Yeah. So let me look. Yep, I, I, Tuesday. Pr- when he comes out, I'm probably gonna like plug it in, and I'm I'm probably gonna start playing. I'll I'll maybe look and see what others some other people have figured out. I'll play around with them and you know training a little bit. Maybe I'll do some online matches and I'll like start to get into it. Be like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, all right, that's neat. And then I'll stop playing, and then the next time I pick it up, I'm just totally not going to remember any of the shit that I that I learned with him. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of uh, like to kind of finish off the whole Steve thing, and also like I think about like the future characters in general is like I feel like it's got kind of the hard thing from the fun standpoint of those really complex characters. It's very hard to you have to invest some time in building up your play style and muscle memory with him before he yeah. becomes fun essentially i guess like i guess it depends on like what your concept of fun is too you know like because i guess we're also i've been talking about all of this from the standpoint of like no items or other gimmicks and bullshit when you're playing the game oh that like like there's a whole there's like a whole division to smash bros yes. that like i kind of forget about because i haven't played with items and gimmicks in so long and there's people that only play with items and gimmicks yeah. and stuff and like respect to you enjoying that and like steve could be so fun with that stuff like dude oh my god it'd be so yeah, funny be i can already picture picture some of the things that would happen some of the interactions i also love his final smash too yeah that cool. i want to bring this to a close soon but his final smash is so funny with him eating the steak it's so, yeah. it's so funny yeah but yeah i'm a i'm, I'm curious i'm re- like i'm he's he definitely opened my eyes for a little bit like he he definitely made me look around and question life so i i applaud them on that choice i don't yeah i don't i honestly don't know what to expect anymore i'm not sure if i have hopes or expectations for any of the dlc care this this just kind of shocked me i'm not even thinking about future dlc i'm still just kind of like what's the, what's the next step one. like where's where's the line you know yeah is this is like, this yeah, the like, line seriously. or is there gonna be yeah or is is yeah what was this because there's still more characters after this so was this the the ground shattering like character? are they gonna put in fortnite avatars like we dude, joked about it don't. earlier oh, but like no. what if they did it like i don't know dude if if they i think dude if they put fortnite avatars in i'd be oh, man don't say that let's not talk about I know, that but, i love fortnite but, and i played a lot of fortnite i know don't do it. but don't like do it. this is what i'm talking about like people we could have been having this conversation like a year ago being like oh don't talk about minecraft steve Get, like come on i know i know stop you're you, you have so much valid truth in what you're saying but i do not want to come to grips with i know right now. i do not like like 
Oh God! For our I sake, even... I hope the next DLC character is not that crazy. <laughs> I listen. I'm still just grinding and praying each night for Jack and Dexter. I want him so bad. That would be as, sick, dude. Oh, I. I'm tell, telling you guys right now, if that ever happens, I'm going to lose my shit on that episode. I'm going to be happy. It's going to be, I'm going to lose my mind if Jack and Dexter comes back. It'd be sweet. All right. What do you say we wrap it up? You have anything else you want to talk I think, about? I think, uh, honestly, uh, no. I, I actually, considering we're getting close to the end of the year, I just kind of wanted to say that this has been super fun. I know we're going to talk about it too at the end, end of the year because we have a couple more episodes, but yep. this has just been super fun and I've been enjoying this. So that's kind of all I wanted to say was shout outs to us. Shout outs to us. Cool. Shout outs to us. You're doing good. Um, we're... Actually, something I would like to propose to you, yep. um, I think soon that I want to do, I might just do it tonight right after this, is I think I'm going to create a, a Discord for the podcast so we can kind of ourselves have like a private channel yeah. to discuss bounce things between and that way if anyone else wants to join it and just like give funny commentary you're like i mean if you ever like want to interact at least with me like i'm like and i'm a big gamer nerd i'm always on my computer and like discord is honestly where you can talk to me like more than anywhere like yeah. if you ever want to like chat or at me or just like say anything like tell me i was totally wrong about my choices with minecraft steve or my top 10 nintendo games or whatever it is like i like i'm always down to debate stuff so like if you ever ever want to like i think i'm gonna make a make a discord i'll probably talk about it um you know next episode yeah. or we will uh maybe tweet it out or something like that but i'll let Hell you guys yeah. know yeah keep an eye out if you for that. be down for that yeah definitely keep your eye out for it i'd like to do that i think it'd be fun that'd be cool and yeah. then um as this is like ryan said like we're getting towards the end of the year and we've done this is episode 11 now um we're getting towards both of us are also getting towards the end of our homework games. So we we do have some stuff in the works, like different types of formats for episodes. But I think likely when we both finish our homework games, that's kind of we're going to kind of end the season with that type of thing. I think so. Yeah, I think we're going to because I do there. I, I already got some other games I want. Corey to jump on so we're gonna have to have to jump to the next thing but i'm thinking also i'm not sure yet but again i think we'll, we'll have to talk about it maybe off recording but um i maybe like i want to try to maybe think of maybe like a slightly different format of to do of the homework game like yeah. maybe something that like maybe something that we could both do like i wonder if there's almost like maybe the next one we do is we both do the same game that we both haven't played is kind of what i was thinking yeah that could and be like interesting too. we could like it'd be cool we could like try to try to play the same chunks at the same time and talk about like our experiences with it um and i think that would be really interesting yeah it'd be an interesting thing to kind of talk and debate um so we have to like i, I kind of want to find the right type of game to do that with yeah um that'll that'll probably and be, i think that'll have to be like a, com- a me and you conversation figuring that out yeah most definitely yeah so i think but look forward to that i think there, there's some stuff we have in the future too guys yeah, so i think, your, uh, I think it'll your, be fun. keep your eyes Eyes peeled, keep your ears open, keep your butts clenched, because... Your nostrils flaring. we're coming. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> just like Taco Bell at 3 a.m., it's coming. <laughs> we're coming. Yeah, so... We're just going to sneak right up. So thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow me at Corey Richmond on Twitter. You can follow us at PlayerPowerPod on Twitter. Uh, keep an eye out for a Discord possibly and give us a like give us a follow give us a heart give us a subscribe give us your life give us your soul give us some sort of positive affirmation 
because yeah, that's always any, nice. Any sort of any sort of tiny small gesture like your first child, your leg, arm, yeah. anything. Just we appreciate like, it you all. You just give just us a wink. For, That'd for be cool. anything, for yeah. you could give us pennies a day. We could feed all of these people. Give me a back rub. Um, that'd be cool. You know, yeah, it, that'd be nice. My God, dude, yeah. my shoulders are so stiff. You could um, come clear the fucking leaves out of my yard. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have a yard to complain about that. Oh my God. <laughs> then you can complain nice. about doing. You can you can do that. We can just complain. We'll have a whole section of this podcast where we just complain about yard work. Yeah. Oh my God. That'll that'll be a good one. That'll be a great game to complain right, about. What about you? Where but, can um, they follow also, you? Right? Yeah. Uh, you guys can follow me at um, any of the social medias, pretty much uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, Discord. Uh, well, I mean, actually, ignoring that one, but Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at Shadowhawk SSB. Um, again, Shadowhawk with an E at the end. So it's Shadowhawk ESSB is really what it is um, for all you plebeians that don't know how to spell Hawk correctly, even though I'm wrong, but I refuse to admit that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, otherwise. Uh, I I keep saying this, and I've been saying it way too long. And again, it's just because I haven't had a house yet. But very soon, once ever I get a home and I have my own room to stream in, I'm gonna have my own office. I will actually be finally streaming again, and I cannot wait. I guarantee you, everyone, I will be on as much as possible, and I cannot wait to be more active on the internet again. It's gonna be great. Um, so catch me on that for Twitch, uh, Shadowhawk SSB. Feel free to give me a follow now if you'd like. I'd appreciate it. You know any. Just kind of keep me keep my channel boosted for the time being while I've been on a very long hiatus. Cough, cough. But um, yeah, guys, we I'd appreciate any help. You know it already. Cool. All right. All right, boys. Far thee well. Have a good night.